0: This is my blog post, who are you? How would you describe yourself to someone who doesn't know you? What would you want to be remembered for? And what is your value? If we lose sight of our true value, we lose sight of our purpose. We can get distracted in the world because very often the world sets the wrong standards of human value. People want to be famous and successful. People want to be recognized and appreciated. But then people don't want to be judged or accused in public. When attention is drawn to someone for whatever reason, when the spotlight is on you, people will make judgments. They will form their own opinions. And people will question your authenticity. Are you who you say you are? Are you genuine? Those who know you will judge you by your true value. Those who don't know you will judge you by the deceptive values of the world. That's not who you are. The world defines us by outward appearance, race, age, sex, health, or by success, wealth, popularity or influence. But God defines us by our hearts. The evidence of heart values are integrity, honesty, love, kindness, compassion, goodness, humbleness, wisdom. These are the things that will bring value to others. Acts 15 verses 8 says, God who knows the heart showed that he accepted them, the Gentiles, by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. When the Holy Spirit is in your heart, God's words will fill your heart. The truth is what will keep you grounded and confident in who you are. Your heart confirms that you are a child of God. John 8 verses 31 and 34 says, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Very truly I tell you, anyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So, if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. We spend so much time conforming to the standards of the world, but it's deceptive because it does not reveal our true identity and gives false hope. Would you rather be remembered as beautiful on the outside or beautiful on the inside? Beauty is fleeting. You can only carry that title for so long before someone else claims it. It also does not solve the world's problems. It creates more problems. It can turn people into idols. It can cause envy. It can cause self-loathing and comparison. Beauty alone has no value as a role model. The bar for wealth and success only gets higher and often comes at a price. To sacrifice a heart value. Honesty, integrity, good nature, kindness, love, these things last forever. These things solve the world's problems. Wealth and success alone have no value as a role model. You can use money to save lives, but it's your kind and compassionate heart that saves lives, not your money. If there is hunger, a compassionate heart will find a solution. If there is strife, honesty will be a fair judge. If there is pain and suffering, kindness and goodness will help. If there is no hope, wisdom will bring hope. Why does it matter so much what people think anyway? Why is it so important to be liked by all? Is it not better to be loved by friends than liked by strangers? Strangers can judge unfairly because they don't know you and they haven't found the value in you. I think that's why the world suffers with discrimination, anxiety, depression, body dysmorphia or other mental health problems where society dictates what the acceptable standards or values are. The world needs more heart values because that is what saves lives. In this pandemic, we have seen nurses risk their own lives to save others, not for money, but for the love of others. If we are to question strangers, we have to question their motives. The motives of people will reveal their true values. When people questioned the authenticity of Jesus, he answered. In John 7, verses 16. My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. But the one who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. If you spend time with people, you will soon find out if their values align with yours. You should not be afraid to question people's motives to find out if their teaching comes from God or not. If you are part of the same family of God, you will have the same values of God. 2 Corinthians 1 verses 14 says, And I hope that you will understand us completely, as you have already understood us in part so that you may boast of us just as we will boast of you in the day of our Lord Jesus. Do we really know the person or are we judging by what we perceive? Can we really judge a person from the outside without knowing what their values are? You have to ask yourself, are you prepared to stand up as a character witness for someone in in a court of law or before God and make your boast in them? Can we really truly love someone if we don't even know them? When we genuinely love people, then we would want them to be with us and share in our joy, our truth and in the kingdom of God. Then we are willing to stand in for them before God, even if they don't fulfill the requirements the law of God demands. When we are prepared to do this, then we truly understand what loving your neighbor as yourself means. You have seen the value in them, and it's worth saving. That's what Jesus does for us. He places a value on us that the world does not always see or appreciate. But God appreciates it and sees us, for it comes from him. As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, Good teacher! What must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, i forbade all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this the man's face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? This amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it's very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. That's Mark 10 verse 17. None of us is perfectly good. Only God is truly good. If that were the requirement for getting into the kingdom of God, it would be impossible for us to get in. It's not in the nature of God to make it impossible for us to follow Him. Sometimes it can feel so hard being a follower of Christ, like we're never good enough or just can't get it 100% right. It feels sad when we don't understand what we could possibly gain from this kind of suffering. As the disciples said, Then who in the world can be saved? When the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Those who Jesus speaks for, who he knows by heart, Jesus knows those that he will stand up for in front of his Father to testify that he knows them. They are the ones he loves. If Jesus commands you to do a hard thing, he will also enable you to do it, because the Bible teaches us that he goes before us, not behind us. What seems impossible for us is possible for God and with God. John 6, verses 37 says, All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all of those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son And believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. Jesus said there would be people who would come disguised as him. They will deceive many because they have worked hard on their appearance and on creating an image that is pleasing to our ears and to the eyes. If we are measuring people based on their popularity, success, followers, or what they look like, then we are measuring by the standards of the world and it means we don't really know them. We cannot assume that when people speak the name of Jesus that they know him or that their motives are pure. Matthew 7 20, verses 21 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name before many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. When we are looking to our leaders, what we should be asking is, do they really know Jesus? We can question their motives. It Is, is it for the glory of Jesus or for themselves? Are they speaking a truth? that is, in the true likeness or character of God, or deception disguised as truth. We need to rely on the Holy Spirit of God to lead us to salvation, not on people. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, and no one can come to God unless they are selected by God and drawn by him. John 6 verses 26 says, Jesus said, Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of approval. They replied, We want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. It's not up to us to overcome the world. Jesus has already overcome it. As long as we remain in Him and continue to make our boast in Him, we are confident because we have already found our treasure. We just need to continue to trust in Him with all our heart. The world will see your heart. A light cannot be hidden. People will notice your values and be drawn to that. That is what will save the world. Who am I? I am the one God loves. That is my value. 2 Corinthians 6 verses 3 says, We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working in us. We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. We serve God, whether people honour us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us imposters. We are ignored, even though we are well known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten, but we have not been killed. Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are poor, but we give spiritual riches to other, others. We owe nothing, and yet we have everything.